The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Welcome to it. It's a road show Friday here at the Herdat Sports Bar and Grill. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, Connor Clark. We are hunkered down on stage here, and we invite you out four to six to La Vista, the Herdat Sports Bar and Grill, 12744 Westport Parkway. And we're uh, nestled right between Costco and Embassy Suites and your friends at Cabela's. So come see us. Food and drink is incredible. We had some bang bang shrimp last Friday that was undefeated. Uh, Elijah shared some of his corn nuggets that were tremendous. And who knows how fat we'll get here the next two uh, two hours or so munching on some goodies. Numbers to dial up at 489-1240. 489-1240. can join us 800-825-5865 across the Hale Varsity Radio Network. Of course, we're powered by Herdan Sports. Loaded show. We will talk with Tom Chattel from the Omaha World Herald shortly as we'll get the show kicked off with Tom, his take on Nebraska-Michigan, Jacob Padilla from Hale Varsity with us this hour as well. And in hour two, Bill Dolman, Pride of Fairbury, NBC Sports, the professor will check in. And then the Friday forecast, our picks on Nebraska-Michigan, our picks on some of the other games you are maybe a bit interested in financially or otherwise this weekend with Clausburn. Uh, can also find us on Twitter. Watch the show and be a part of it with the stream, the Hale Varsity YouTube channel or the Hale Varsity Radio Twitter feed at HVarsity Radio. So, guys, uh, it's 24 hours away. Uh, not as much buzz, but probably some uh, of note moments tomorrow when we talk about Nebraska, when we talk about Michigan, and really. Uh, we'll also hear from, from Joel Klatt, get Joel's take on this Nebraska matchup. But it really is going to be a, a four-quarter test here for Nebraska. And, and how long can they hang? What can they do to hang? We've talked about stadium renovation this week. We've dove into the opportunity aspect of Nebraska and Michigan. But it's getting down to it right now. It's almost, well... For lack of a better term, uh, you're waiting for that call from the governor right now to stay your execution. That's how it feels it's, it's with the, Nebraska football right now. Not, not, and this isn't a shot at the kids. It's not a shot at, at Coach Rule. It, it's it's game five of this rebuild. So it isn't going to be accelerated with how and where they want to win on the lines of scrimmage. It, it almost feels like today is is back to the the dose of reality whenever yeah, you hear some of these sure. the national opinions on this game, where the line still remains, and just that, that feeling in Nebraska. It hasn't quite been buzzy in Nebraska this week surrounding this game. You, you look at what Michigan brings to town, and as you, you continue in on the research, you dive in, you go, 
wow, if Nebraska wants to pull this one off, they're going to need a lot of things to go right. There's going to need to be some magic in Memorial Stadium. And, hey, maybe after years of all the uh, the heartbreak and the, the close losses, maybe Nebraska deserves one on, on God's side. But the thing is, is I don't even know if God can help Nebraska in a moment like this. Wow. Whenever you, you look at what Michigan brings to town, it's as simple as that. This Michigan team is very, very, very good. I'm not saying Nebraska is dead in the water. I do think the way that Nebraska stylistically wants to play the game of football under Matt Rule, it's probably the style that's going to give you the best chance against Michigan. But that being said, it's year one of the rebuild. It's not year three. It's not year four. And you think maybe somewhere down the road this Husker team will be able to hang with Michigan. But it does just feel like as you get closer to this game that, man, Nebraska losing by two touchdowns could be a win. And I don't want to be the complete downer one day before the game, but it just definitely feels like, today is a, a dose of reality in what Nebraska truly faces tomorrow. Let's get uh, a, a well-traveled and expert on, on Nebraska football. We welcome in Tom Chattel with the Omaha World. Harold, find him on Twitter at Tom Chattel, O-W-H. Tom, let's start off. First and foremost, thanks for giving us a few minutes to kick off this Friday show. And I'm interested, what is success for you with Nebraska if it's not in that win column tomorrow? Yeah, well, thanks for having me, Chris. And, and you guys are making me jealous talking about all that food. I wish I was there. I, <laughs> I, that's, a, that's a great place. Uh, it's a great place on a football Friday to hang out. So maybe I'll try to sneak over there later. Uh, some of those wings. Um, I, I look at this thing a lot differently than that. I don't care. I, I, when I look at this season, I mean, most people I know or hear from, we're thinking six and six is a ceiling, okay? Mm-hmm. With, you know, try to get the bowl game and, you know, try to improve the way they play, physicality. I mean, look at that. There's not a lot of, you call it dudes on this roster. There's not a lot of playmakers on that mm-hmm. offense. Um, it's it's um, kind of a deal where they're going to have to coach the guys up and, and, and keep people healthy just try to win games where you can. Uh, there could be Minnesota. By the way, end of the year, they're going to be saying, man, we should have beat Minnesota. Mm-hmm. But um, I look at this thing as, as tomorrow is, is a measuring stick. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nebraska is more physical. Uh, number one run defense in the country. Uh, Bloody Tuesday. You know, people, people's ears perked up when they saw that. They're like, Wow, that's you know, that's cool. Getting back to old school. This is okay. Nebraska's more physical, uh, clearly. But how, how physical are you? You know, how, you know where? How far have you gotten? And uh, but that's tomorrow. Um, this is old school football at its best. The, the people that love old school stuff, there's plenty of buzz for them game because this is the first time. Uh, that I can recall in a long time that you've had this kind of matchup in this stadium where it was two teams that wanted to beat the crap out of each other going at it. Um, the, 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 the Michigan games in 2005, Alamo, and the Big Ten games, you know, the Nebraska ran a spread in the West Coast and so on and so forth. You know, Zach Taylor was trying to pass him down the field. Um, they haven't had this kind of game well, it's like the first year where they really tried to get physical. Uh, and uh, obviously, you know, Michigan does it very well. It's both Shem Booker versus Bob Gabani, Osborne type stuff. And 
I'm, I'm all here for it. It's Tom Chattel from the Omaha World Herald with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. And Tom, as you look at this one, do you see any parallels back to whenever Scott Frost in year one went to Michigan and, and played that, that Michigan team? We talked about a measuring stick, and I think that was a, a big dose of reality, a measuring stick for Nebraska in year one under Frost in terms of how far away that team was from really being able to compete in the Big Ten. Do you see tomorrow similarly in that way, or do you think it's, it's a different story because of the man at the helm for Nebraska right now? Well, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, certainly uh, that first uh, 2018 team had more playmakers. It had Stanley Morgan, right? It had Ozigbo. And I think Anthony, Anthony Grant's a uh, very good back. But, you know, uh, Martinez, I mean, they, they had more guys who could, who could hurt you. And when they went to Columbus, they they showed it, right? Mm-hmm. So that year. But I don't know. They, they just... Uh, they kind of got pushed around the, you know, the field that, that day. And the Michigan players, uh, after the game, even said so. Um, <laughs> so I think this is a different Nebraska right now. They've already, their defense is, is uh, you know, solid as a rock right now. That doesn't mean they're going to do anything tomorrow, but I just see this as a different Nebraska. You know, Scott was not building this kind of team, this kind of program. And, uh, this one fits everything better, and it's just going to take a while to do it. What I'm curious is, can they hold their own? Can they stand up? Can they stand their ground tomorrow and, 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 and maybe hold Michigan's offense back a little bit? Um, the scoring's going to be tough because uh, they've got a quarterback running game option, and he doesn't really do the option uh, yet. <laughs> and so you've got a coaching staff trying to learn the option, uh, you basically got one running back, offensive line that has been inconsistent. Um, there's not a lot, not a lot to choose from against a defense like Michigan. So, um, but I'm just thinking, you know, can they can they not turn it over? Can they keep the score down? Can you get in that fourth quarter with a chance? A lot of things happen in that stadium, um, but I, I think Michigan is going to try to come in and be very workmanlike. And not get anybody hurt <laughs> because they've got all of their big games at the end of the season. Um, they're just going to try to get in and get out uh, with a W. So, um, you know, I, that's kind of where we are, guys. We're not, you know, we're not trying to say they can't win or whatever, but I mean, this is, if there's no buzz, it's because people, all right, they're, they're ready to move on to the other games. Okay, this one's probably not going to go very well, but we'll see. Um, again, I'm, um, I'm not anxious to see the progress the brass has made, uh, especially on that uh, defense. Tom Chattel is with us on Hill Varsity Radio. And, Tom, based off of what we saw from Michigan last week against Rutgers, what does that tell you about what this Nebraska defense could potentially do tomorrow and have success? Well, they've um, they got a sub quorum, and uh, I, I don't know um, – how many they're going to have to rush or any of that stuff. I mean, I just think it's going to, Michigan's going to try to run at them and run over them. And uh, I think they're going to do that first. And then that, that, that'll set up play action and other stuff. Um, I think they've got to tackle well. And it'd, uh, it'd be nice to get a turnover. I mean, that's, I think the Mets have a chance. And they all tomorrow, they, they can't turn it over. And, and they got to go get a couple. Um, maybe they need, maybe they need to, uh, 
you know, bust the special teams, play for a touchdown or walk a punt or something, you know, not unusual, but something, you know, outside the normal you know, realm of, of what they've been doing. Um, so they've just been kind of solid on the, all of those lines. So um, I, I think they've just they've, they've been trying to stop the run. And then, uh, you know, and we see if they, if they can go pick one off. All three phases, Tom. How about it? The trifecta, an offensive touchdown, a defensive touchdown, a special teams touchdown. Maybe that's uh, the formula. Tom Chattel, a couple minutes with us here, Hale Varsity Radio, here at the Hurt at Sports Bar and Grill in La Vista, our Friday shows here on the road. And we're back next Friday, a watch party for Nebraska, Illinois, as uh, Nebraska has uh, two physical games back-to-back now in conference play. Tom, before we get you out, just a thought on Trev yesterday and Nebraska's stadium announcement for South Stadium and what uh, the, 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 the new look Memorial Stadium can be, will be here in a couple of years projected with uh, all sorts of amenities and, and kind of a newer fan feel potentially. Yeah, it, it's, I, I thought it did great. I thought the plan looks good. I think, I think it's, it's, it's been well thought out. Um, it's still going to be pain. You know, these, these things have been around these things in a lot of different schools, and everybody's had to update their stadium and charge more for certain seats. And it, it's just time. The, the grandfather thing would be the hardest thing ever. People used to leave Husker tickets in their wills. I mean, uh, there are, are certain uh, sections of that stadium where, where people – are, are are in certain seats where they don't pay much at all, and because uh, they haven't had to, and then the, the people next to them have to pay you know a lot, and that that's just not right. If, if you're in a good seat, you, everybody should have to pay. It's just it's good for the athletic department. It's not good for our wallets. I understand that. My you know well, my, my wife's got tickets too. We've got you know, but um, it's um, it is what it is. But it, it's time to modernize that part of the, of the deal. And, uh, you know, maximize as much of, of, of the, uh, the money as you can. I love that the, the student thing to me is the one that stood out. Get the students in that end zone. Get to get the band next to them. Uh, every great atmosphere I've ever seen has a, a loud student section that's a factor, uh, whether they're behind the opposing bench or, or in the end zone. And uh, you know what? You've got to have that area where people hang out to 2023. We see it at the College World Series. We see it at the you know, the games uh, downtown Omaha and and uh, Pinnacle Bank Arena. People like to hang out. You have that open end zone. Um, you know, they're are they watching the game? I don't know, but they're in the building. You know? So and eventually, if the game's good enough, they'll they'll watch it. They'll be loud. So um, it's just it's it's time to change. It's time to evolve and. Um, you know the chairbacks are a game changer. Who not many, if any? I mean, I I I think Minnesota's got some, mm-hmm. but the, the chairbacks are awesome. I mean, that's uh, that's what you should have, and especially if you're going to charge people more, and they are, you got to have that chairback. You know, you, you, you got to take care of people, so you, know, you, you got to get nice stuff if you're going to charge them more. So it all goes hand in hand. I I, I, I like it. Uh, and 
you know, but now, but now we have to wait, and that one year people will be out of uh, seats. You know, I, I said, well, let's play a game in Arrowhead. Let's, you know, you, if you're going to uh, displace people for a year, uh, we'll give them a chance to go to Arrowhead and you know, see a game or you know, somewhere else like that. So, um, But I like it. I think it's, uh, it's going to be a better stadium. Tom Chattel's with us, Omaha World Herald. Tom, awesome content. We appreciate your insight as always. Thanks for giving us a few minutes. We'll see you tomorrow, all right? All right, I'll, I might see you down there later. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Tom Chattel's with us. Tom, you take care, bud. Appreciate you. There he is, Tom Chattel with the Omaha World Herald. Just getting started, Nebraska, Michigan. And we're here at the Herdat Sports Bar and Grill in La Vista, here till 6. Hail City Radio continues.